Welcome back to another episode of the Amazon Private Label Show podcast hosted by the Amazon FBA University founders. Today's episode, we are going to talk to you about how you should think about funding and really just paying for your Amazon business uh, when you get started out. What options you have? what has more, you know, a higher risk, what's uh, lower risk, and, and really what's worked for us and people in our FBA university community. So, my man, let's start with you. If you were starting uh, your Amazon business today, and, l- well, let's just even take it back to when, when you started, how yep. did you fund your business? And then all the way fast forward to today how what do you recommend for is really what do you recommend is the most uh efficient and conservative way to fund your business yeah well look for most people it's going to be your job right so a lot of people listening to this will have a nine-to-five you know they, they want to start a business they want to start an amazon business but they've got a nine-to-five right now and the easiest way is to live below your means, save money from your nine to five job and use that to fund an Amazon venture. Now, that's going to be, I'd say, 80% of people listening to this is going to be applicable for, applicable to. But the, the issue is, right, with private label, if you want to get into private label, it really, for me, has the highest barrier to entry when in terms of like the different business models that you can do when it comes to Amazon. So... Private label, you know, you're looking at upwards of $6,000 probably to get started now, you know, on the lower end. So job is going to be the main way in which you're going to be able to fund and bankroll this. But a lot of the times, maybe even savings from a job, you know, it's not going to be enough, right? Because 6000 is still a sizable amount to kind of get your hands on. Depending on how much you earn a month, you know, what, what your kind of lifestyle is, you've got kids, you know, you live, might live at home with your parents, so it might be a little bit easier. But Everyone has different um, lifestyles. Everyone has different sort of circumstances. So if you can't save the full amount you need from your job, one of the things I did, if I look back at my journey, is I definitely used a chunk of money from my job I had at the time. But what I also did is I got into some of the lower barrier to entry Amazon FBA business models. So my first stint at Amazon wasn't even retail arbitrage. It was actually thrifting. So I used to go into uh, thrift stores. We call them charity stores here in the UK. Uh, I used to go in and, and, you know, I'd buy books for like a dollar, 50 cents, $2. And I'd flip them on Amazon for like $20, $30, $40, et cetera. And I actually sold those books through FBA. So I would get them in my house. I'd print the labels off from Amazon. So these were already products that books that had listings on Amazon already. So I wasn't creating anything. I was simply adding my offer to existing listings and then the cool part about this was I would actually grade the books. So I'd grade them as, you know, acceptable or good or very good or, you know, as new or like new. And effectively, I'd package these all up in, you know, a carton and then UPS would come to my house, collect all these boxes. And then they'd go to Amazon's fulfillment centers and then people would buy used books. I didn't know how lucrative the used book market was. I mean, it's not great money, it's slow money, but it definitely helped me save up a couple of thousand, which I then used to get into the kind of next tier of, of selling on Amazon, which is retail and online arbitrage. So that was pretty nuts. You know, I got in um, probably in spring of 2019 and I, I kind of built capital all the way through to sort of Christmas Q4 that same year. And then at the same time, Q4, I really got into sort of private label side of things. 
So if you don't have 6,000, 7,000, 8,000, 9,000, 10,000 to get into private label, what you can do is get into flipping books on Amazon. I probably started that business model with 200 bucks. And then I started retail arbitrage with probably a thousand bucks, bought a couple of products, flipped them, got my money back plus profit, reinvested everything into the next batch and just kept finding profitable products to flip on Amazon. Turnaround on these products was super, super quick. These are branded products. So there's organically people searching for them. I didn't have to run any ads, flipped it around quickly and then got into the private label side of things as quickly as I could because packaging and prepping products yourself isn't fun and your back's going to hurt after a while. So that that's what I recommend. You know, if you if you want to get into the game, save up money from your job. And if you still don't have enough, get into the lower barrier to entry, Amazon FBA methods, and then from there, keep flipping and then you'll get to private label eventually. Yeah. And I think the key there, no matter what, is to have a either have the capital or have a job that you know will provide the capital or have a plan, whether that's a, a family member, business partner, uh, something you can really count on that isn't uh, going to to lock you into some, you know, high interest rate or, or uh, you, what you don't want to do is collateralize like your personal assets or anything like that. So going all the way back, <clears throat> there are other options like there are small business loans, there's lines of credit, but you sh- really shouldn't be doing that when you're launching a business. And if you do want to look at funding options, that's something that you can do uh, when you're up selling already profitable and you know, okay, I know how to do this. I'm making money. If I have X amount of money, I could scale. That's uh, something we do recommend. And I even did that uh, with a firm called Accrue Me early in my name brands business just because I was, you know, going from 30, 40 K a month and, and trying to get well above that. And it's an inventory big business. So I wanted to really, really load up and accrue me is, is designed specifically for Amazon sellers. But just like I said, they, they don't fund, they, they don't fund anyone who says they want to launch an Amazon business, right? They only fund businesses that are profitable and have a have a six month sales history. So at that point, it, it made sense. Uh, just, just to show that should not be your strategy from day one. Um, a couple other things, obviously, doing online arbitrage is probably the best way to make quick money. Also, whereas really minimum 5k to launch a PL business, sometimes more if you go higher ticket. Refill arbitrage, you can really start for a few hundred bucks. You're just buying less uh, items to flip. But that's a good way. I mean, students who have joined our accelerator, a lot of times have started out and and, uh, concurrently do online arbitrage. And that's just a good cash flow mechanism. And you get to learn how how to navigate Seller Central. You really uh get comfortable behind the wheel before you are launching your own products and before you really go to that next advanced level which is private private label um keeping a job is 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 really something we emphasize and and most people who start a business eventually want it to become their primary income source but what we'd recommend is 
if you are going to start this business, basically make it in a one-year plan of, okay, I have a job or I'm going to go get this job, even if it's driving Uber, doing whatever, <clears throat> so that I have guaranteed cash flow for the next year. And then at that time, a lot of times you are uh, coming to that point where you're making enough profit to at least consider, if not leave your nine to five. But you definitely don't want to think, okay, I'm launching my business. I got two more months of my job because you really can't even launch a product that quickly. So, uh, you know, I, I left my job within a year. And so that that's very possible. But just knowing you, you should not basically like, if you do want to get out of your nine to five, don't necessarily, it's not a good idea to switch jobs while you're launching an Amazon business. Cause that's usually a higher, you know, more scrutiny on you. You gotta, you gotta, uh, maintain relationships or create relationships and such. That's just a higher stress level. So whatever income you have plan on keeping. And, and that is, is really the, uh, best way. One other thing you can do is just know, okay, I have a little less money starting out. I have this job that can fund it, but I don't have crazy capital. I'm, I'm going to look at products that are lower sales price, maybe, maybe between about 25 and $35. And then once I'm up and rolling, uh, a few months later, I'm selling that. I'm turning it over. I still have the job. Now I can go look at, at higher ticket items, but Low ticket items, online arbitrage, uh, friends and families, always helpful, but obviously there's a risk, right? And that can, that can, uh, muddy the waters. So other than that, we really never recommend, uh, taking out debt or a line of credit until you, if you ever, if there is ever a time, it would be once you are profitable and rolling with your business. Yeah, no, hundred percent. The other thing I was going to recommend is, you know, if you are going to take on debt, try and get, you know, the, the cheapest debt possible. So, you know, I'm a big fan of like 0% credit cards that, you know, don't have any, any fees. You just pay the minimum payment every month. But like Mike said, you know, I'd only get into using these things. If let's say, for example, I launched my product, like one of our students, she launched her product and she sold like 20 units in like four days. So she's going to be nearing the stage where she's got to put that restock order in, right? Cause we've got to think lead times, uh, manufacturing times, shipping times, freight times, etc. So Let's say um, she ordered 200 units and she wants to go ahead and order 500 units for the second order, but she can only afford 300 units. That would be a good time to utilize a 0% credit card because you know that the demand is there, your product's ranking, things are going well, you know, you've kind of proved it. The market's given you feedback that it likes your differentiator, things are going pretty well, and you don't want to stifle your product. So rather than order 300 that you can afford, I would order 500, order 300, and then you know, from the extra 200, we probably put it on a credit card, 0% free for, I don't know, let's say two years. So you're paying the minimum payment, probably $100, $150 a month. Um, not the end of the world, right? If it, the product doesn't sell, you've got two years basically to clear that debt. So not the end of the world. Wouldn't particularly advocate it in the beginning, but once you've got a proven track record and once things are going the right way, that is something that you could have at your disposal and, you know, could be a potential option for you from a funding point of view. Now, if you want to get started with your own private label business, we run the Accelerator 2.0 program. We're currently taking on students for August and September. So if you're interested in starting your own private label business and want one-to-one -one direct 45-minute calls unlimited throughout the entire year, book a call with us. Links in the description. We'd love to talk with as many of you as possible. And we will see you in the next episode.